0: But for this last one, I I want to, I want us to think about running a marathon. And I want to share with you a phrase that's kind of, uh, for those that really helped to start the church and have been involved since the beginning, uh, this kind of became a mantra almost um, for us. But I hope after this, I, I hope that you leave here excited and I hope that, you know, even this time has a real effect on our church. I mean, nothing in this world uh, outside of, I mean, my home and my, my family makes, would make me happier than uh, seeing a healthy church. The Ephesians 4 picture, every part of the body is doing it and the whole church is growing, right? I mean, for me, it's like my home family and my church family. That's, that's what I care about in this world. And if I see those things thriving, well, then I'm a happy man, right? And, and that's what I want to, to see, right? But a couple of things I don't want to see is you leaving here on fire and you text all of your friends today and you get coffee with all of them uh, over the next two weeks. You're texting people every day. You shoot out of here like a cannonball, but two weeks from now, a month from now, you look around and you're kind of doing the same thing you did before you came to this class. And that's where I would encourage you that this is a sprint. This is not a sprint, this is a marathon, right? This is a long race. I mean, the Bible even loves the, the imagery of sowing and reaping, right? You go out of here for a week, guns blazing, you're like, it's been a whole week and I don't know if my friends are any more like Christ since I took that class, right? Well, no, it's sowing and reaping. And guess what's in the middle of sowing and reaping? Waiting, right? It's something that takes time. So what you want to do is, yes, develop new habits, maybe based on what you've learned here, but go and give them time, right? And go do those things over time. And again, the other thing I really don't want to see from this is you leaving here on a pedestal and you thinking, I am now the spiritual authority to which other people should flock to for counsel and advice, I am now the oracle of Compass Bible Church and I am open for business, right? Come and see me or like uh, that character in Peanuts, right? The doctor is in, right? Uh, Five cents. Uh, No, that's not what I'm trying to do here. We're all needy. Every single one of us in this room needs to grow as a Christian, every single one of us. And we need each other. And so we all need to be open to not just leading, but being led by others. And so what does this look like over the long run? I want to share with you the three words that, again, kind of became a mantra for us. If You, you might even see it framed in people's houses in our church. But it comes back to these three things. Prayer, patience, persistence. Leave here today. Prayer, patience, persistence. Prayer, patience, persistence. Let's uh, just talk. About each of these uh, briefly, let's think about prayer and just be reminded what we are trying to do is humanly impossible. If the Lord is not on our side, we will fail, but we can have confidence that he is on our side. And so we, we can pray to him because you cannot save anybody. You cannot change anybody's heart, right? Right? I mean, if you're really dealing with somebody that's not saved, can you cause them, can you snap your fingers and make them be born again? No. If you're dealing with somebody that's sluggish in their faith, can you change them? Can you change their heart? No. And so we need to, to pray. And again, we'll get to the persistence. That doesn't mean, oh, well, I just pray and I don't know, nothing I can do. No, we, we, we're persistent in what we're doing, but we need to pray. Trying to fight for change or growth in other people without prayer is like trying to fight brain cancer with a bottle of aspirin, right? It might treat some of the symptoms, but it's not going to get to the core of the problem. We need prayer. And another reason we need prayer is you can't see other people's hearts. And so as you're trying to lead other people, you're dealing with what you don't know. I mean, we talked about how to help people know if they were a Christian. If I could have one spiritual superpower— It would be if I could just see like a little thought bubble above everybody's head with like a green check or a red X so I could know if they were really saved or not would really help me out, right? It'd be so helpful, Uh, but I'm not going to get that. And guess what? You're not either, right? It's not going to happen. So we're dealing with things that, that we don't know. Is this person saved or not? Well, what are they really thinking? What's really going on in our heart? I don't know, but I know who does and I can talk to him. And that's where that encouraging picture of Romans 8, where we don't know what to pray for, but the spirit prays with us. And the one who knows the mind of the spirit, right? The spirit, he prays for us, uh, with us according to the will of God, because right? he knows what the will of God is. So one thing I really want to encourage you with this is to constantly be praying for other people and don't give up praying on or praying for other people. Let that be a clear increase in your life from this. There's no way you will be able to lead people well if you're not praying for them. So that's the first thing. The next thing is patience. Patience. Again, this gets, gets us back to sowing and reaping change. I mean, sometimes you will, you know, first time you've ever met somebody. And they'll be like, what must I do to be saved? And you will give them the gospel and boom, that will happen. And praise God, that does happen. But that's, I would say, generally the, the exception, right? Lots of times it's, it's effort, it's time, it's investment, right? There may be times where you go to your brother and say, hey, I've noticed this. Oh, wow, you're so right, right? But again, that can sometimes be the exception. It, it takes patience and waiting. And lots of times, I mean, think of yourself, right? Change lots of times happens slowly. Growth happens slowly over time, right? Praise God when it happens and then there's a growth spurt, awesome. But lots of times it happens over a long time. And that's where we come back to that idea of long suffering, right? Get ready for that. Get ready for long suffering. Get ready basically to be frustrated and okay with it, right? Things are not going as quickly as I would hope. Okay, I'm fine with that. That's, that's actually what I'm expecting. I'm expecting this to be a long slog, right? We don't want to have a mindset of excessively, hey, shape up or ship out, right? You're in my life group, right? Shape up or ship out. You, you better get with the program or get out of here. And again, that doesn't mean we let everything go. There are situations where church discipline is appropriate, but even church discipline is only when you've exhausted every other option, right? We, we want to be patient, Remember God's patience with you. Once upon a time, you were not saved. How in the world did God not strike you down in your sin? Why didn't you die before you knew Christ? Because God was patient with you. What about since you've been saved? Well, yeah, you could have grown faster. There's still things you struggled with after you knew better, right? But God has been patient with you. Something that struck me, it was right as we were starting uh, the church, there was a was watching an interview with a, a pastor, who actually used to be my pastor, and he was celebrating 50 years uh, of ministry at the same church. I was in year one of ministry at this church. He was in year 50 at his church. So I was like, maybe he's got some things I can learn. We're having 49 years more experience. And, and he used to be my pastor and, Uh, he said something that really surprised me because he talked about how in his first year, there was serious problems at his church. Uh, There were things that were out of order. He he even said he was unsure that several people on the leadership team, on the elder team at the church, he was unsure if they were even saved, right? I'm like, yikes, that's a big problem. And, And this preacher, based on his reputation, what you'd expect him to say is, I drew a line in the sand and I threw all those people out, right? You're either with me or you're against me, but that's not what he said. He was like, so I just went in there and I was patient and I just kept preaching the Bible and I let the Bible do its work. And I was like, that's not what I was expecting you to say. And then he said this, he said, everyone is where they are because they were led there by someone they know and trust, right? That's a good thing to remember as you're dealing with other people. Hey, they said something in my life group. That's kind of wacky. Well, you might think that of them might be worth addressing, but they were led there by someone that they trust. And that's why they think that. And they might not trust you yet, right? And it might take time to build that trust. It might take time to help them see. But we have to be sensitive to that. Again, sowing and reaping. And there's gonna be some crops that disappoint you. Uh, there's gonna be some crops that you know don't don't seem like they they work out, but be patient, right? Be patient. Give it time. And and let God do the work and be gracious towards other people. But that's where it's not, this is another essential, you kind of need all three of these things. Uh, Finally, you need persistence. You need persistence. You do have to keep keep going. It might take time to win over the trust of that person to address a, a theological issue or a character issue that you see, in their life. And it might take longer than you, you think it's going to take, but don't give up. Keep, keep going. Keep sowing uh, the seed, right? And, and you'll get people that really seem to track with you. Great. Run with those people, right? Find those that are faithful, those that are eager. Run with them. And that can be great. But what about those that, don't, that aren't uh, as responsive, well, don't, don't make that all of your focus. Don't make them your personal crusade, but don't give up on them, right? Keep praying, keep taking advantage of opportunities, keep inviting. Let's go back to uh, those that we talked about where, hey, you're, you're unsure if they're saved and you've had some conversations and it's hard to connect and you're not, you don't feel like you're getting anywhere. Well, or maybe even you get some pushback from them, Right? well, then maybe you do take a step back, but don't give up, right? Keep looking for that next open door. Keep waiting for, for God to provide another opportunity for, for conversation and, and keep, uh, keep going, right? The, the, the person that, you know, maybe you did share something, hey, I'm seeing this and, and they didn't quite get it or they didn't respond, great. Well, keep going, keep praying for them. Don't give up on them. And as opportunities arise, hey, have another conversation. Keep doing the right things. I mean, the next things we talked about, hey, invest in relationships, share your meals, share your home, and keep doing it, right? Hey, have spiritual conversations and keep doing it. Encourage one another every day and keep doing it. Be persistent. So as you leave here today, this isn't some magical time. You're not some now very different people than you were just last night when you showed up. Here, But hopefully we've seen some practical things. We, we've been encouraged with some things. Now go and, and let's realize, hey, we're leaving here and it's a long road ahead. So prayer, patience, persistence. And when in doubt, prayer, patience, persistence. It applies at your homes. It applies at your work. It applies in your evangelistic opportunities. It applies in church. It applies in leadership. Prayer, patience, persistence. All right. So let me pray for us. And if you need to, you can get out of here a few minutes early. If you've got questions, I'll be up here and we can chat a little bit more, but let's, let's pray together. God, again, I I just pray that the time that we've spent last night and this morning, God, I, I pray that it would not be a waste. I pray that it would lead to positive change in our, our lives in what we do and how we think. But I pray also that it would have an effect in our church, God, that we would see uh, even just the people that are here seeking to apply some of these things, that it would have ripple effects all throughout our church, that we really would. God, I pray, I beg you that we would be that kind of Ephesians 4 picture, every part doing the work, the whole body being built up in love, God, that's what we want to see. Or that's the kind of church I think that will be more effective even in, in, in reaching the lost. That's the kind of church that will be able to multiply. God, that's really what we want to see here um, in this church, God. So we, we lift this up to you. We ask that you would use this time for your glory and it's in your name and for your name's sake that we pray. Amen.